It's Friday, November 15th. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And this is What a Day, your daily news podcast's favorite daily news podcast. On today's show, the upcoming governor's race in Louisiana and some headlines. But first, another tragic school shooting in America. Yesterday was supposed to be a normal school day for students at Saugus High School in Santa Clarita, California, a town just 40 miles outside of Los Angeles. Instead, students faced their worst nightmare when a classmate brought a gun to school, killing two students and wounding four, including himself. It was the suspect's 16th birthday. So when we signed on to do a you know daily news podcast, we knew that eventually, because this is America, a mass shooting would have to be covered at some point. Um... And I I really hate that we were right about that inevitability. So the locations change. The number of casualties is never consistent. But the one through line that we have is that Mitch McConnell's reluctance to do his job and pass legislation to limit who has access to guns is like, you know, it's killing us. So right now we want to focus on reform efforts in Congress and why they've been stalled. That's exactly right. So over the summer when the El Paso shooting and the Dayton shooting shocked the nation happening in one weekend span of time, There was a feeling that things might be changing. Following those shootings in August, President Trump and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell agreed to consider new background check requirements on gun purchases, which was a proposal they had both opposed in the past. McConnell said a measure to expand background checks to all gun purchasers would be, quote, front and center when the Senate came back into session in September. He later said he would let Trump take the lead on this. Mm -hmm. Now, I've always found this weird Mm -hmm. because you're the person who leads the Senate you can decide when a bill comes to the floor yeah. and you're kicking it to the guy who changes his mind on things every single day. That's right. And it's also just like, why would you concede your power to the president? Like, what's the point of having equal branches if you're not going to do your job? Yeah. They want to they want to have a chicken egg situation where he says, I'm not going to pa- I'm not going to have anything past the Senate that the president wouldn't sign. And then the president can say, well, I'm not going to sign anything. That because the nothing's Senate- passed. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, it's the middle of November. So this was back in September that he wanted Trump to take the lead. No lead has been taken. Uh, so after McConnell says he's going to leave it up to Donald Trump, Donald Trump meets with Wayne LaPierre. He's the head of the NRA. After that meeting, Trump then decides to do nothing. Uh, the New York Times reported that Wayne LaPierre is holding impeachment support over Trump's head, but the NRA has also contested that part of the article. What's really important, though, is that Mitch McConnell is ultimately the person standing in the way of this popular, life-saving gun reform legislation, and that's his legacy. Uh, The House passed the Bipartisan Background Check Act in February, uh, but shock surprise, you know, the Senate is doing nothing. So yesterday, hashtag Massacre Mitch trended uh, because people know that there's legislation that Republicans have refused to pass. And, you know, we can hear gun reform plans from the thousand of Democratic presidential candidates during debates. But that doesn't matter when you get a phone call that there's an active shooter at your kid's school. You know, we can't wait on the change. And there's a body count. So, you know, the ball is in their court. I, I just don't know. Right. That's a great point. And, and the thing is that Mitch McConnell is an outlier in all of this. A recent NPR poll found that 83% of Americans are in favor of background checks. Even 72% of Republicans support background checks, Mm -hmm. which is why Democrats chose to focus on universal background checks. They have a range of other more aggressive ideas that they've talked about, from assault weapons bans to buyback programs. But passing universal background checks is kind of the lowest bar that everybody can meet. And Republicans just won't clear it. I mean, this is clear that... 
you know, Mitch McConnell and the lobbyists who pay him, uh, like, the, like that's all he cares about is that money. Like right. he's not even like the American public interest isn't being heard at all, which, you know, obviously a red flag. But can you just break down some of the bills that Mitch McConnell refuses to address, even though he's claimed that he's not going to watch the impeachment testimonies and he's going to focus on getting some work done? Like, what are these bills that he's allegedly working on that, you know, have been sitting there forever? Yeah. So the main bill that has come before the Senate in the past is the bipartisan bill from Senator Joe Manchin and Senator Pat Toomey. And it proposes background checks for firearm purchasing. Now, that bill has failed to pass the Senate repeatedly. The closest that it got to passing was after the Sandy Hook shooting in 2013. Uh, They obviously needed 60 votes to pass it in order to overcome a filibuster, but they only got 54. Uh, Only four Republicans supported it. Hmm. Four Democrats opposed it and later lost their seats or are simply no longer in the Senate. Um, But one of the co-authors of the bill, Joe Manchin, says... He's not going to bring it up until he knows he'll have the support of the White House. Again, similar McConnell. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he knows that, you know, Republicans in the Senate are pledging allegiance to Donald Trump. They're not pledging allegiance to America, which I I can't reiterate this enough. Like, I can't wrap my mind around doing nothing when you have an option to try to fix the issue. We should explain the universal background check legislation that it would require background checks for gun sales made online at gun shows and by private individuals. So currently... There's a loophole there, and that's where a lot of these guns are coming from. Right. Uh, And I want to be clear, like, no one is suggesting that these gun reforms are going to stop all gun violence. So I think that, like, you know, listeners, you should probably disregard those bad faith Internet arguments uh, that, you know, in some cases, legislation wouldn't have stopped the shooter. People can access guns if they want to shoot people, whatever. Like, the point is that there's a gun violence epidemic in this country, and certainly any number of the suggested solutions would make us all at least somewhat safer than we are now. So, like, let's try something. Yeah, I mean, we've tried nothing for long enough. Um, It's often easy to feel helpless in this situation. But there are organizations that could use support in the fight to end gun violence. Visit everytown.org and marchforourlives.com to find out how you can help where you are. So everyone else is done and on their way to Thanksgiving. They're tired, I'm tired, you're tired, but there's one straggler just holding us all up and, you know, we got to address it. So the final (laughs) governor's race this year takes place on Saturday and Democrat John Bell Edwards, the only Democratic governor in the Deep South, is fighting to hold on in Louisiana. Once again, the race could be a test of the popularity of President Trump and whether or not he's a curse to Republicans when he appears like a Patronus the day before voters go to the polls. (laughs) That's right. Uh, The Republican challenger, Eddie Rispone. I'm Eddie Rispone. That's Eddie Rispone, who advanced to the runoff with Edwards, has closely tied his fate to Trump and is running like many Republican candidates do as an extension of the president. Trump held another rally for him on Thursday night. You're doing lousy compared to others. Look, the whole country's doing great. (laughs) Okay, that was a little McClunky. Um, (laughs) I'm not even sure what was supposed to be happening here. He's telling Louisiana that they're bad, but they're also doing fine. Like, I don't know. I think his message is a a little hard to understand. Well, 
Bell Edwards has led the state to its first budget surplus in years, implemented Medicaid expansion, and raised teachers' salaries. He's also, though, a conservative Democrat. Mm -hmm. He's anti-abortion and pro-guns. Bell Edwards signed a law banning abortion as early as six weeks. And effectively, you know, that's just banning all abortions because most people don't know that they're pregnant at six weeks. Um, And it's one of the more strict laws in our country. I'm not asking for your vote for a political party. I'm asking you to vote for the son of a sheriff and a charity hospital nurse, a former U.S. Army Airborne Ranger, a husband of a teacher, a father, and an outdoorsman. You know, my opponent thinks his party should define him. I'm very happy to let the life that I've lived define me. Okay, well... (laughs) That's just, I mean, a cop-out, but also just like... Is this Democrats in the South? Yeah. I mean, I think this this is the calculus that a lot of Democrats think that they have to make in these races. And you actually hear this coming up quite a bit when people talk about, you know, how Democrats could take back the Senate from Republican hands where mm-hmm. it's been for so long. Um, but there's evidence that you can be pro-choice and win in the South. Yeah. I mean, uh, Senator Doug Jones, who's from Alabama, um, was broadly pro-choice in 2017 when he when he won that race. Um, and now he's spoken out against this new restrictive abortion law that's in Alabama. Another kind of risky position to take the year before an election. Yeah. And, you know, Andy Bashir, uh, he supports abortion access as well. Yeah, right. And, and we you know, we know how that turned out. Andy Bashir won the governorship in Kentucky last week. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I always think about with this, though, and maybe this is a bit of a downer note on it, honestly, is that all these races were sort of like special circumstances. Yeah. Um, you know, highly unusual even for Republican circumstances. Yeah. Uh, Jones beat a Republican who was accused of sexual misconduct with teenage girls. Bashir being a Republican who made life really, really bad for teachers and poor people in his state. Mm-hmm. And in Louisiana, Governor Edwards himself won in a pretty big upset in 2015. Yeah. So... I guess basically what you're saying is we have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Like. Yeah, I mean, we we, we truly do not. Um, but like, you know, glass half full, glass half empty, point counterpoint situation here. Mm-hmm. Um, point for Democrats, you know, huge surge in early African-American vote in Louisiana, which will likely lean Democratic. Squad. Um, on the <laughs> other hand, Trump won in Louisiana in 2016 by 20 points, and he has been there in a bunch in this month alone. Yeah, I mean, so that's not great, but... Trump also won Kentucky, and we saw how that turned out. So there's, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So on the other other hand, um, Governor Edwards also has a pretty solid 52% approval rating, and he was leading in October. Uh, now it's kind of a toss-up. Okay, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, but um, for Republicans, <laughs> uh, the state is just very, very Republican. Mm. Um, you know, they have a chance on Saturday to get to a point where they have a super majority in the state legislature, Yikes. and then they could overturn possible vetoes if Edwards wins re-election. Whoa. But in Democrats' favor, this is Edwards' opponent. I'm Eddie Rispone. I supported President Trump against Hillary, gave him money, put a bumper sticker on my truck, and I support our president more than ever against these liberal lunatics running now. (laughs) Okay, so this guy has a sticker and that makes him... (laughs) qualified for office. Yes. I mean, I got to tell my nephew he should run. Um, (laughs) So obviously Trump supports this guy, but he also won the support of the canceled star of the canceled show, (laughs) Duck Dynasty. I got it down to this. If you're pro-God and pro-America and pro-gun and pro-duck hunting, that's all I want. 
Look, I am a single issue voter, and that issue is hunting ducks. Yeah, which is not a thing that has ever been under attack. <laughs> like, what legislation is... Oh, God. All right, so this is all sort of weird. Like, Rasponi is doing this classic thing where the race is about Trump. You know, right. he, he's equating himself to Trump. And now Edwards is trying to say that he's not all that liberal and, like, look at my record. Yeah, that's exactly it. And that's sort of the way that these races are run now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Republicans say... I am a mini version of Trump, and therefore you should vote for me. Um, But the uniqueness of this is, again, Edwards doesn't consider himself a, quote, liberal lunatic. Like, he's actually made painful efforts to show, like, saying, you know, quote, I'm in the middle of the political spectrum, Mm -hmm. and even pointed to White House tweets about the economy being good in his state at a press conference. So he's really, like, overemphasizing, you know, that middle-of-the-road type of thing. But... Given what we now know about Edwards, about this whole situation, Akila, are you taking a shot if he wins Saturday? Fuck no. <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, I I apologize to the people of Louisiana that you have to make this choice. I am glad that I don't have to because, look, abortion is not something that should be – like the fact that it's something that could be completely taken off the table in both instances is abhorrent and terrible. And – like I'm not I'm not celebrating someone who is that conservative <laughs> and that anti-woman, frankly, uh, getting into office. Yeah. And I mean, the other counter that I've heard is basically like, you know, so long as Edwards is there, he can veto stuff that could be potentially even worse that's coming out of yeah. the, the Republican, you know, state legislature. So that kind of I mean, I guess that brings me to my next point that um Besides the the governor's race, there is a there is a race for the state legislature as well in mm-hmm. in Louisiana on Saturday, um, and you know at this point, like we said before, Republicans are trying to get that super majority there, yeah. which means like if they get that, then it's like yeah, it doesn't even matter yeah. really in terms of the governor right. So yeah. yeah, it's just important to vote, and it's also like you know maybe good is better than worst <laughs> even yeah. if it's not perfect it's a sliding scale mm-hmm. um well we'll know what happens uh next in the governor's race and the state legislature races by the time we record our next show but for now for more information on this race and others visit votesaveamerica.com and now for some ads Gideon, do you like to work out? I do. Um, you enjoy it? I enjoy running. Okay. I know. I'm an absolute psychopath for it. But <laughs> I haven't done anything really besides podcasting. Yeah, wise. podcasting is my sport and I'm Olympic level. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very true. Um, but if we want to get out of that and yeah. start getting our asses off the <laughs> podcasting chairs, yeah. Ladder is the product that we can use. Wow. It is the product of leading scientists, nutritionists, and trainers who work together over four years to create a line of clean and effective supplements. Oh, interesting. Well, their products are used by athletes in every major sports league, as well as leading trainers to athletes, celebrities, and other peak performers. But I, I do want to name drop LeBron because this is his his company. This is his company, LeBron James. Uh, <laughs> all products are backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're not satisfied with your purchase for any reason, get a full refund within the first 30 days. All right. Visit ladder.sports day to enjoy 20% off subscriptions and free shipping. That's ladder.sports day for 20% off subscriptions and free shipping. What a Day is brought to you by Fast Growing Trees. Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers. They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, 
and so much more. Plus, fast-growing trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. We love fast-growing trees here. I keep telling you that the many plants that I've gotten from these folks are yet hanging on. Um, And that's not because I have a green thumb, okay? This spring, fast-growing trees, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code WAD at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code WAD at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code WAD. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. And now, back to the show. Let's wrap up with some headlines. Headlines. Google has plans to launch a checking account through Google Play. The project is called Cash, spelled C-A-C-H-E, which is actually a clever play on a technology term. For the record, checking accounts can reveal a whole lot about a person, including data on what they spend money on and how much they make. Google says that it won't sell users' financial data to advertisers, but this comes from a company that is still being investigated under an antitrust probe that was launched in September. Maybe other people will use this, but for me, I will only trust my checking account with Bing. If it's not on Bing, I'm not interested. (laughs) Uh, Most transparent President Donald Trump has asked the Supreme Court to block a subpoena for his tax returns. His lawyers filed a petition arguing that the president is immune from criminal proceedings while in office. That's kind of Trump's main thing at this point, (laughs) is I'm going to do the crimes. Um, This is the latest of Trump's attempts to block investigations into his tax returns after lower courts ruled that he must turn them over to the Manhattan District Attorney. The links that Trump has gone to to hide these tax returns is actually insane. Like, he's been in court for so long. What is he hiding? I know. Did he buy, like, a thousand endangered zebra hides or something? Oh, man. I mean, I think it's more like he bought a bunch of flashlights. (laughs) How many is a bunch? I don't know. More than one. (laughs) Taylor Swift is claiming that her ex-label boss and music manager are blocking her from performing her old hits at the upcoming American Music Awards. In June, Scooter Child's name Braun and Scott Borchetta uh, bought the recording rights to every song Taylor made before her latest album, Lover. Yesterday on Twitter, the star called on Swifties to help. Looks like there is some bad blood. Looks like this is not what you'd want to happen in your wildest dreams. Oh. Looks like there will be some teardrops on okay, my guitar tonight. Okay, let's cut it tonight. off there. Yeah, we're going to cut it off there before Scooter sues us. Uh, public impeachment hearings continue today with the television debut of Ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yovanovitch. As we've said before, she's a career diplomat who was caught in the crossfire of Rudy Giuliani, a.k.a. evil short-haired Doc Brown's investigation for aid scheme, leading to her removal from her post in what some Democrats called a political In other Ukraine gate news, an employee of the White House's Office of Budget and Management is expected to be the first person from his department to testify in the impeachment inquiry. They call him Mark Sandy. And his job in the OMB may give him unique insights into the way that 400 million in military and security aid was withheld from Ukraine. And if you live in Kentucky and you spot a lonely, sturdy man just wandering around in a blue jacket with Trump's face on it, calling out to no one that teachers get paid too much and looking like he needs a friend, 
it might be Matt Bevan who finally conceded the governor's race to Democratic governor-elect Andy Bashir. Bever late than never. <laughs> Bye, Matt. And those are the headlines. That's all for today. We're new, so if you like the show, make sure you subscribe, give us a rating, leave a review, blow us a kiss, and tell your friends to listen. By the way, if you're into reading and not just the cheat codes for Pokemon Sapphire like me, What a Day is also a nightly newsletter. Check it out and subscribe at crooked.com slash newsletters. I'm Akila Hughes. I'm Gideon Resnick. And, and we, we got, got some, some duck, duck hunting, hunting to, to do. do. What a Day is a product of Crooked Media. It's recorded and mixed by Charlotte Landis. Sonia Tun is our assistant producer. Our head writer is John Milstein, and our senior producer is Katie Long. Our theme music is by Colin Gilliard and Kashaka. What a Day is brought to you by Books. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She absolutely deserves the best. And that's why you should send her farm fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Books has modern designs and unique flowers you can't find anywhere else. And with 20% off, you can send some to mom, your wife, your auntie, even your granny, okay? Anyone who deserves flowers in your life. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be holiday specific. You get flowers, you're getting flowers, <laughs> everyone's getting flowers. <laughs> Go to books.com and use promo code WAD for 25% off. That is B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code WAD, books, promo code WAD. What a Day is brought to you by Ulta Beauty. This AAPI Heritage Month, Ulta Beauty is celebrating the joy of belonging, belonging to a community composed of intricate connections, belonging to our past and our future, to the heritage and birthright that is beauty. Ulta Beauty shines a light on the AAPI community, passing the mic to brand founders and creators to tell their stories centered on heritage, joy, and beauty. They carry AAPI-owned and founded brands like Live Tinted, Peach and Lily, Glamnetic, Tree Hut, and more. Shop AAPI-owned and founded brands at Ulta Beauty stores and Ulta.com.